All right. Hey, everybody. This is Nick Bosco, and this is the very first episode of Fight Talk with Nick. Um, you know, I've been toying with the idea of doing another podcast for a while. Um, I don't know if some of you guys know that I used to be on Cage Side Submissions podcast, and um, I had a really good time doing that podcast, but it got to be a little bit too much. It was every Sunday night for a couple hours every Sunday. And, you know, things get in the way sometimes and I felt bad if I had to miss it. And it was a live show. So we had guests every week and, you know, I just it just got to be too much every single week. And I felt bad um, if I if I didn't want to do it one weekend or if I had to miss for something or, you know, it just got to be a little too much. So now I'm deciding that I want to do this podcast. I'm hoping to put one out a week. But if I miss, you know, then I miss. I'm hoping you guys will like just the the way it goes. I'm just going to plan on just like talking about like MMA stuff, maybe some other kinds of sports stuff that I'm interested in, just stuff that's going on with me, with what's going on on Twitter, what's going on in the world. So yeah, so I'm going to start off by talking a little bit about what I've seen a lot of people getting upset about this past week. Um, We had UFC 247 this past weekend, John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. And a lot of people are very upset with the scoring um, of that fight. Uh, you know, whether you think John Jones won three rounds or he won four rounds or he won two rounds or Dominic Reyes should have won the fight or you th- thought it should have been a split decision or you didn't agree with the decision. Either way, you know, when it comes down to the judging, it it's impartial, you know, like the, it's the judge's see what they see. They may not see what you see. Um, I heard somebody say that watching the fight live is a lot different than watching it on TV. On TV, you guys see a lot of different angles that you don't see when you're sitting cage side. Um, so I've seen a lot of people saying there needs to be different kinds of scoring, but it's not, I don't think it's the scoring per se, because, you know, we've seen We've seen fights that are scored badly. Somebody should have, we think somebody should have won. They didn't win. But it has to do with, I guess, the judges themselves. A lot of people are saying, you know, um, Texas Commission, the judges are inexperienced. And it's probably true. They, they don't have ex- much experience to say judges in Nevada or in California or somewhere where there are a lot more um, professional MMA fights. Um. You know, that that brings up an interesting point that I was thinking about is when you are a high-class fighter, if you're up there, if you're fighting for a title or you're fighting for your your job or, you know, you're you're in the UFC and you like maybe you're one fight away from losing your contract or something like that, like you, you where your fight has to be like a choice when you're signing these fight contracts, um, you know, if you lose a, a close decision – and you lose your contract, that affects your family, that affects how, you know, your livelihood, you may not be able to pay your bills, you may not have to pay your mortgage, you know, and, and having these judges that are maybe in more inexperienced, and, you know, they, you know, if say, say they make a bad call or something, like, you need, fighters should take that into account, you know, I know a lot of fighters, they say, like, I'll fight anybody anywhere, like, I'll go to, I'll go to their hometown and fight them there or whatever, but you should, you need to take that into account too. Like sometimes, I mean, there's sometimes home field advantage, you know, like hometown advantage or whatever they call it. Um, so I know, well, 
Khabib is an example. He said he never wants to fight in Las Vegas again after what happened there and, you know, the commission and all this other stuff. And I think where you fight is almost as important as who you're fighting. You know, like a fighter puts in this huge game plan about who they're fighting, but then at the end of the day, it could be like, quote unquote, robbed. I don't like that that term robbed because, you know, you're in there doing doing what you do. A lot of times they say don't leave it in the judge's hands, you know, finish the fight somewhere or another. If you leave it in the judge's hands, it's like what kind of judges hand, what kind of judges are you leaving this fight in? Like Nevada judges, New York, the New York commission has been horrible with a lot of different reasons um, with their weight cutting uh, with, oh, I don't know, just very inexperienced. So a lot of fighters may not want to fight in New York anymore. A lot of fighters after this uh, past event may not want to fight in Texas anymore. Uh, I know if I were Dominic Reyes, I would not want to fight in Texas again. I would I would insist on, and if he gets another title shot, for it to be in Las Vegas. Um, you know, I, I'm going to maybe reach out to a couple of fighters and ask them if, they, if this comes up at all when they're trying to book fights. You know, where these fights are going to be. I know that they tend to go to some smaller markets. The UFC does, I mean. And maybe doesn't don't bring the the best A, A names to go to these places. So if you're like, if you're like um, one of these fighters that are just getting started out. Or, you know, maybe you lost a couple and you got to work your way back up. You may not have a choice of choosing where you get to fight or not. And that's kind of unfortunate because if you're in that kind of a position where you kind of get screwed by the judging, you know, you didn't choose to fight there, but it is what it is. So it's like kind of, I don't know if it changes the game plan going in. You need to, you know, go for the finish. I think all fighters kind of go in there looking to go for the finish. Just doesn't work out that way. So, but I think people getting all up in arms about the judging, changing, changing the way it's judged and everything like that. I don't think... I think it's just jumping onto the bandwagon here. Like, you know, somebody's all up in arms about it. There were there were several times where the judging was not great on Saturday night, but to change the whole thing just because of one bad I mean there's bad fights, bad judging for fights every once in a while, but this was a particular bad one. I don't think it's ready to just jump in and change the whole organization. Change the whole like the way that they do things. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, also coming out on Saturday night, uh, Valentina Shevchenko showed that she is the woman to beat at 125 pounds. Um, she, I spoke to her maybe a year or two ago. I don't remember. It was like right when the UFC was going to open the flyweight division and she was so happy. She said, I've been waiting for this division. This is my true weight. Um, you know, I don't want to fight a weight anymore. I want to fight a flyweight. I feel like I can control this division and she's proven it so far. You know, there's not a lot of people in that division that you can see giving her a run for her money. I don't know. I feel like when the UFC only had the one female division, the one, um, the 135, the bandmates, you know, Ronda Rousey was dominating, but you can kind of see competition for her, you know, like she fought Misha Tate. She fought, um, you know, Sarah McMahon or whoever, Kaz and Gano. None of them were really much of a, tough task for her at the time but then you know Amanda News came around Holly Holm came around everybody you know I think the the level of competitions moved up then they opened the strawweight division I feel like that that division was very competitive with each other you know uh, 
Joanna Janjacek, she she was a champ for a long time, but I feel like people were competitive in that division. Then when they opened Flyweight, I really thought that that, that would be the most competitive because, you know, like some people would be moving up, some people would be moving down. But I feel like in the last couple months or maybe a year, it's kind of slowed in terms of competition. Maybe just Shevchenko is that good. But maybe there, I think there's young fighters that will be coming up soon, maybe give her a run for her money. But as of right now, it seems like she's going to be dominating for a while. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny with the whole, like, she's a spy thing. I thought that was really funny. Everyone's like, oh, she's a spy, she's a spy. And then she was like, I'm not a spy. And then Ariel, I think it was there Halani talking to her. It's like, oh, yeah, everyone was just joking. She's like, I'm not a spy. <laughs> it's like exactly what a spy would say. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> Another thing that everybody I see talking on Twitter this just this morning, I noticed it, was this video of Conor McGregor lying in a bed. I don't know. If you haven't seen it, try and go online and look at it up. It's like some girl. She's like singing in the into the camera and I don't know, doing some weird, weird stuff. And it pans over and it looks like it's Conor McGregor lying in the bed. I don't know for sure if it is him. I mean, it looks like him. looks like him to me. It looks like his tattoos. People are like, is it him? Is it not him? He's, you know, he's, he's an asshole, blah, blah, blah. Like, first of all, you don't know if it's really him. Second of all, you don't know when it was taken. And third of all, you don't know, the, like, the story behind it. I'm not, I'm not defending him. Like... I think it's clear that he's not a good guy. I mean, you could be a fan of him as a fighter and not a fan of him in real life. That's kind of where I'm at. I feel like it's like, it's kind of like when you are a fan of um, a character on a show, right? You're like, oh, I really like the character on the show, but then the like, actor is a complete asshole. It's kind of like the same thing. Like, I'm a fan of him, his work, but not so much of him as a person. But to play devil's advocate a little bit, you don't know the story behind that. You don't know when that video was taken. You don't know if anything happened. He could just be asleep. Like, it could have been having a party at the house and she could be, like, a friend of the family or something and just being weird, trying to get attention and take a video of him sleeping in the bed. You don't know what his relationship is with his girlfriend or fiance or whoever she is. You don't know if they were maybe split up for a while I heard rumors that they were split up for a while and, you know, when all his, all his, uh, legal stuff was going down. So you don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. You don't know their relationship. You don't know their, what's going on. So as far as that, I think people like to get all up in arms about something for no reason. To Personally, I'm not really interested in hearing the story. I don't really care uh, whether it's him or not. So, um, another thing that I heard to this morning was BJ Penn. Um, he was, um, in an accident, I believe a DUI, uh, he's, he's been having a lot of trouble, I guess, as you see a lot of, um, headlines with him, you know, not doing very well. And it's like, you, it makes me feel for these fighters, maybe once they pass their prime, they, they don't know what to do with themselves. Maybe, maybe a little too many hits to the head or, you know, dependent on drugs or alcohol or something like that. And, you know, it just makes you feel sad that there's not something more for these fighters when they're done. Like, you see somebody like Michael Bisping. He called it quits early. He knew when it was time to stop. He's made a pretty good career for himself outside of fighting. Um, you know, you wish the UFC could do more of that for their fighters. But also, you see, this past week, there was a bunch of cuts. A bunch of fighters were cut from the UFC, and I feel bad for them, too, you know? 
you, you know, you work so hard to get to the UFC and maybe you lose a couple in a row. I mean, I know they can't keep everybody. And I know that there's other places where p- fighters can go. They won't nearly make as much money. But, you know, Bellator is moving up there. And Bellator is um, getting pretty exciting, I think. They, I think they're doing a good job with um, taking on big-name fighters, putting on big-name fights. Um, you know, they just announced a big fight the other day. And it's got to cut up a couple good cards coming up in the spring. So... But I don't know. Just it just makes you f- feel bad when you think about the ch- the real lives of these people. You know, they're not just characters on the TV. You know, they're real people that are fighting, and and I like to I like to hear the backstories behind the fighters, and that's another thing that I want to try and work on as getting like more behind the scenes stuff with fighters. Like I I love going to the events. I've just recently started going to UFC events this past year. And just being there, being in the thick of it, is just amazing. And getting to see these fighters right when they come backstage, uh, fresh off their wins, you know, full of adrenaline and everybody's crowding around and just like listen, want to listen to what you want to say. And just the, the like, you know, trying to get the videos and trying to get stories out and just the rush of being backstage and everything is been so fun i've gone to two ufc events so far in new york and i just went to vegas for the connor one i've gone to several bellator fights before and some lower regional shows but going to the ufc shows is different i mean i like going to the bellator fights though because um you get to sit cage side like pretty much the whole time they wait till the end to like bring out the fighters and they do like a little press conference thing with the ufc they keep they bring them out one at a time so you're kind of like stuck backstage if you want to get the interviews so each one is is cool in its own mind. Um, I wanted to just talk a little bit about like traveling to events because, you know, I when I first got into writing about um, MMA, it was more of like a hobby, I guess. I mean, it kind of still is. I wouldn't consider it like my my job right now. Well, that's, actually, that's not true. I would consider it my, like my part time job right now. Um, also part-time I I am a substitute teacher at a special education preschool so I would say I have like two like part-time jobs no real full-time job but I have a lot of stuff to do in the day so but when I first got into it I was like oh it's just for fun you know like I didn't I didn't really expect for it to become like a job but I was kind of hoping like I always wanted to be like a sportscaster when I was little like that was always like my like um like my dream, like when you pretend, when we would pretend like we would be working, I always pretend like I was on ESPN. Like, oh, it's Nick Bosco on ESPN, you know. And like maybe, maybe one day that will still be the case. But um, right now, I just like I'm liking the the writing. I like writing more like the news stuff, like what's happening. Um, you know, so and so this fight is announced, or like this happened to this one, or this one jumped that you know dropped out of this one, or whatever. Um, I don't really, I'm not really um, too fond of the opinion stuff, although I know that a lot of people like to read that stuff, so I've been doing it more and more. Um, and also, I've been thinking more about branching out to like more general sports. I wrote a couple of things about surfing recently. Um, I liked, the, you know, the Olympics are coming up soon, and I'm hoping to get some more um, writing stuff about that. But also, I want to travel. That is one of the things I'm really excited to start doing more in the springtime, I think is traveling to gyms around here, around New York, or just going to events close by, or even 
maybe one or two far away events a year. So I'm just going to quickly go over like what we got coming up and if I would want to travel to them or not. So we have Rio Rancho coming up this past this next weekend in New Mexico. Um, that seems like a fun card, but I would like if I had the choice, I would not travel to that one. Next one is in Auckland, New Zealand. I've always wanted to go to Australia or New Zealand. So that's like on my bucket list. Like that's on my I have this list of where places I want to travel to like on my wall. And Australia is definitely one of them. New Zealand would be perfect. I would love to go there. Of course, I am not. <laughs> that's two weeks away and I've not I'm not planning that so far. Um, the next one is in Norfolk, Virginia. I actually debated going to this because it's about, I think, maybe like a nine-hour drive, which is a lot from here. And But I just went to Las Vegas last month, so it's not going to – I'm not going to be able to cut it. Uh, then after that, in March, March 7th, we have Las Vegas again. I would love to go to that card. That card looks so good. Joanna against uh, Willie and um, Adesanya against Romero. Like that card, I want to go to so bad. But I'm not. <laughs> Once again, I'm not going back to Vegas that quickly. Um, but if I had the choice, I would. Then, of course, there's a the Brazil card. I wanted to go to Brazil at least one time in my life to see a fight. Although it makes me a little nervous because I you always hear like it's like dangerous there. But if I had somebody who go who went with me and like knew the lay of the land, like maybe somebody who was from Brazil or like I could meet up with somebody when I got there, that would, I would definitely be down to go to Brazil. March 21st in London. That is also on my bucket list. I want to get to London at, at least once. Um... But I want to I want to see like sightseeing there, you know. I don't want to go for just the fight, so it had to be like way more planning than just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to London. I'm gonna go see the fight. No, Columbus, Ohio, not really. Portland, Oregon, not really. Brooklyn, okay, that Brooklyn card is coming up in April. Um, I don't think I'm gonna be covering it for fan sided. Um, I and I honestly don't think I'm gonna even go to it. I don't think I'm gonna buy tickets because if I'm not covering it. Um, I mean, it would be fun. I do want to see the fight, but kind of getting to Brooklyn's pain from here. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I'm in, I'm in like upstate New York. I hate calling it upstate New York because it's really not that far upstate. I live in, um, Dutchess County, which is like, is like the city. And then there's like Westchester and there's Putnam and then there's Dutchess. So it only takes me like an hour to get to the city. Like if I wanted to drive there or if I wanted to take the train. But when I say it takes me an hour to get to the city, it's like, that's like, to like Manhattan or like Times Square or something like that to get to like if I drove down it would take me quicker but if I go to the train it's a little bit longer but then to get to Brooklyn I have to go like all the way to Grand Central and then all the way to Brooklyn um to Barclays and it's kind of annoying and it's a late night too like if I was if I was working the car it'd be different because maybe I could stay over but if I'm just gonna go to the fight with like a bunch of friends we're not gonna stay over and it's gonna be like really late to get home but we'll see I mean I'm definitely not going to get going as a ticketed fan because that I think this probably already sold out but if I get the chance to maybe cover it maybe I'll change my mind but as of right now I'll probably just order the fight with friends then Lincoln Nebraska is actually on my birthday April 25th uh, I've always wanted to go to a fight like on my birthday but I'm not going to Lincoln Nebraska so sorry anybody who lives in Lincoln I'm sure it's lovely but nah and then we have Oklahoma City. I'm not going to go to, or I wouldn't even if I had the choice. And then Sao Paulo, again, Brazil. Like I said before, I would really love to go to Brazil. So that's just a rundown of, like, what we got going on in the next couple months. I know there's a Bellator card in Connecticut, I think in March. So I may try and go to that one. That will be fun. I like going to Mohegan Sun. 
I always stay at the same hotel and it's like easy to get back and forth. So that is something that I think I am going to do. So um, that's just a few things that's going on in the world of MMA today. Um, you know, it's it's Wednesday, February 12th. So and this is my first episode. I know I'm going to try and do maybe one of these a week. I know it's going to be short. But hopefully you guys will like it. Maybe I'll get a couple co-hosts in here to like debate some stuff with me. If you if you listen to this and you think that you want to come on and jump on with me one day, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, on Twitter, my name is at Nick Boss, N-I-K-B-O-S. Um, I'm going to try and be more active on Twitter. I'm going to be more, trying more active on my Instagram. I have, a, I have an Instagram, a personal Instagram, which is private because I have like my family and stuff on there. But I have a, an Instagram that's just for MMA stuff. So I'm going to try and put that out there a little bit more uh i think it's nick bosco mma i don't even know <laughs> i have to look it up because i never almost never use it but i'm gonna tw- i'll tweet it out and try and yeah it's nick bosco mma on instagram i'll try and get that going a little bit more plus i also have a youtube channel where i'm gonna do just little i do like little quick videos and if i go to events i try and like video myself there and try and do like a blog but um hopefully i'll be able to do more of like day in the life type stuff coming up soon so that's it for me thank you guys so much i don't know if you want to subscribe to the channel i'll be putting more content out and please subscribe to my youtube channel and follow me on twitter and uh yeah so this is episode number one i hope you guys enjoyed it thank you so much